Hey there, welcome to the Reignite Your Light podcast, and I'm your host, Missy Mo. I am a self-care, health and fitness coach that loves to empower women to become the best version of themselves physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I am just a small town girl from Louisiana who decided that it was time to share my tried and true secrets to how living life on life's terms has been the key to my success. As I went from being a single mom, struggling in nursing school, marrying the man of my dreams, to becoming a successful director of nursing and then experiencing one of the most surreal moments when my hubby and I both rang the NASDAQ bell in New York City as we were surrounded by our entire family. It was so amazing. Trust me when I tell you that anything in this life is possible. Most days you can find me inspiring my tribe on the gram, making quick and healthy dishes for my hubby, and let's not forget the most important thing, spending time with family, especially my grandbabies. I am so grateful they live right next door. Plus, each week I will be popping into your ears to coach you on how to press on through life's greatest struggles. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. And today we are gonna be breaking down all the things that I am going through right now with working out according to my cycle. But first we gotta talk about my cycle, okay? Because I am perimenopausal, which means that I am, you know, 50 years old and I started perimenopause probably like mid, like probably 43, 44, right? like right whenever I decided to become like a health and fitness coach at, at that 43 year old stage, um, because I was like, you know, just looking for something to do differently. I needed to have a little bit more of an intense workout routine. Something wasn't gelling. I was like, why is this extra fluff on me? I want to have abs again. I want to see my abs. I want to feel great. Um, I want to just be able to feel good. I didn't really have any weight to lose, but I felt like I was kind of skinny fat and I had gotten there and I didn't want to be there anymore. Um, and I didn't have any energy. And so that's kind of like the first stages of perimenopause is whenever that starts to creep in and lots of people don't realize this but like our estrogen and progesterone levels start declining basically uh, as early as our mid-30s and in our 40s early 40s they really start dipping okay and we start producing like growth hormone and in, in as early as 30 and so these are all different hormones that our body needs to you know, procreate to also balance our levels out, like to help us with stress, to help us, you know, balance the, our cortisol levels, to balance our sex hormones. These are our sex hormones, you know, you know, our testosterone. We need that for energy. We need that for our libido. We need that for um, the ability to build muscle. We need that for our moods, uh, the right balance of it, of course, and estrogen and progesterone. We need that just to like help our bodies, like, have a smooth transition into menopause okay and basically i just want to like shine, shine the light like right now on menopause and like i want everybody to like start to normalize menopause because basically menopause i heard this just recently from this amazing this amazing um you know leader in the um basically the aging well for women um you know line of of um of information that I'm listening to and just kind of like geeking out on and it's like she says that basically menopause is your rebirth so perimenopause is like 
the basically the birthing process and all of you mamas out there that can relate to that birthing process guess what we whenever you're you're giving childbirth whenever you're going to get ready to have a child you cannot back up and say whoa 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 no 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 i'm not, you know put the pump the brakes i don't want to go through this i don't want the contractions i don't want any of the pain i'm not going to have this baby you can't do that right so what basically menopause is is basically you are going to be rebirthed you're going to be able to just have this amazing new ability in your life to handle things in such a different way that you never really were able to you know do in the past like your perimenopausal symptoms if we go through it gracefully and we learn different techniques to get us to where we can sail through um, and thrive through menopause it is going to be so much better. And so many, so many of these symptoms that perimenopause um, brings to us can be masked as like depression, midlife crisis, you know, anxiety. It can be masked as this extra like fluffy weight that we can't lose anymore and it can come on suddenly. And that's like the definition of some perimenopausal symptoms that are happening to us. But nobody wants to talk about these things. Nobody wants to say, hey, this is part of life. Just like whenever we all got our cycles, whenever we were kids, you know, and you know, I didn't get mine until I was 14, probably, yeah, barely, I mean, right before I turned 15. So I was like a late bloomer, but I mean, I have some of my friends that had gotten it at like eight years old, 10, 11, 12. And so they had been having their period way before I, I started mine. But the thing is, is that it's a part of life. We all have to go through it. And so the sad part, and is that we were not taught this and so part of my mission is to somehow bring this information to our young our young teens and you know our young our young women and if it, whether it's through their mamas learning it and teaching it to them because I think we all need to know and once because you know knowledge is power and being part part of this rebirthing experience is coming into your superpower as a woman as a queen as a goddess because that's exactly what we are we are that you are a goddess you are a queen you know going through the perimenopausal phase and getting to menopause is so good because you get to a place where you know, we're, I'm, I'm not there yet, but you're going to get to a place where you give zero Fs about nothing, everything, right? And you don't care what other people think anymore about you. And, you know, and some of you guys may be like me and you're there, but sometimes I can get pulled into like caring what other people think about me, like this podcast and changing my, you know, my, um, my coaching and going to like one-on-one -on -one coaching and doing, you know, small group coaching related to, you know, fasting and gut health and hormone balance is, is was really hard for me, but I know this is my passion and I want to give it to you. And so this is part of the perimenopausal journey, the rebirth of who you are. So get excited about this and understand that you are right exactly where you need to be. And there's no mistake that if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you need to hear this. You need to just hear some Missy realism and Missy isms. And, you know, my twist on this is going to hopefully help you because I have been that exercise addict. I have been that over exerciser. I have been the person that thought more is better, 
more is better and push until you can't push anymore and have you know get an injury and yes it's a little minor injury but you know what you can still work out just don't use that body part that's been my mentality for so long and guess what guys that's a fear-based mentality of losing thinking that I was going to lose what I had gained as far as my, you know, my self-esteem, my self-confidence, my muscle mass, all because I didn't, you know, I wasn't resting or I wasn't listening to my body whenever it needed to rest. And whenever I did not, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. And, and, you know, you don't know if you don't know, you don't know, but now that I know I'm no, and I need to teach this and I need to help you understand that you do not need to over exercise because over exercising only leads to injury and it only leads to you not feeling good and you being not your best self right not to be the not to be the best version of yourself and i want to empower you i want to tell you that you know yes there you you do need to work out still you do need to like move your body but there's a time and there's a place and everything for that and we're going to break it down and we're going to start with our cycles okay and at the end i'm going to talk a little bit about if you don't have a cycle what you can do to help you um kind of do an ebb and flow through this but that's what we're going to talk about so basically let's start with week one so week one is bleed week basically this is whenever you have your period you know basically your body is saying i don't have a pregnancy let me shed this organ okay so during this during this week you know your estrogen is going to be low your progesterone is like gone and your follicle stimulating hormone is the only hormone that is holding down the fort right now and you need to understand that it is wanting to develop a follicle and it's trying to mature the pearl egg okay and so during this time you want to be looking at your blood flow you want to be looking at how you feel you want to be looking at um, what's going on with your blood but this is the time as far as exercise goes that you really 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 want to do moderate weights so you want to do 8 to 12 to 15 reps at the most and you want to do like three to four sets of these weights okay so you're not lifting heavy heavy and we'll talk about that in for week two because we're going to capitalize on the hormone that's coming through but in week one you want to be doing um, your moderate weights and so you want to be you want to do 8 to 12 to 15 reps in three to four sets of these and then you can also do some walking for maybe the first one or two days because some people have like a low energy in the first one or two days for me I can't really say that I have low energy um, during that time but I am you know in this perimenopausal stage so it can happen at any time and so I, I understand that and I have been healing my, horm my hormones and doing this um, way of working out for a month now and I really feel a difference so that's that's kind of that's kind of great so you want to um, you know you want to do long hikes you want to do some biking you want to do some hiking you know some of those kind of move your body um, type um, exercises okay um, but you can lift moderate weights but you want to do these like only you want to just do this like three times a week you don't have to do this you know every day of the week you, you want to you can do like three full body um, full body workouts a week or you can do if you're um, experienced you know avid exerciser you can do um, some body combination moves um, basically four days a week so we can we'll break that down in another um, podcast but let's talk a little bit more let's go to week two all right so week two what's going on with your body and what's you know what's going on with your hormones during week two 
Okay, so basically your estrogen is peaking on day 12 and it makes its, its peak basically right, right at the end of week two. But on day 12, she is at her, she's at her date, she's at her date, she's at her, I'm sorry, she's at her, her peak. And that is one of the most important days is for you to, for you to know is day 12, because this is right before ovulation day. All right. And you are feeling like flirty and you're feeling sexy and you are more interested in sex at this time. And if you're not, you need to be asking yourself and you need to be taking a minute and you need to be assessing how you're feeling because you could be having perimenopausal symptoms of low libido. Okay. And this is whenever you can start to, maybe you're having a, you're having a low, low estrogen at this time, but you should be having, um, more, more, um, more cravings, I guess, for sex, you should be having, you should be wanting to have more sex. And ovulation day happens on day 13 to 14. And this is whenever your follicle releases the egg and your luteinizing hormone comes out and goes to work. And basically this is your follicular phase of your cycle. And so testosterone, you know, basically is really high during this week as well. So you have a peak of estrogen and there where, where estrogen makes its peak it's at the apex all right and then testosterone also is happening during this time so we want to capitalize on your testosterone levels because that's going to help us build muscle so i want you to change up your weights and start lifting heavy like five to eight rep max um, with the last three reps being where you can hardly lift them, but you still have good form. You may need a spotter for this and you want to be working out. Um, you want to not be doing any hit during this time. No high intensity interval training. No every minute on the minute training. None of that because your estrogen is going is up. It's, you know, it's coming to its peak. And whenever estrogen is up, what happens is, is that your ligaments are loose and your tendons are stiffer. And when your tendons are stiffer, it's basically like you can cause an injury because let's think about your bicep is pulling on the bone and injuries can happen. And with hit burst movements, you can hurt yourself. Like the tension you're putting through these ligaments, uh, such as your shoulder or your knee, um, can it can tear, you can tear your labrum, you can uh, rupture your ACL. And these are all premenopausal injuries that can occur and they're ligament prone, okay? So it's not necessarily in the muscle at this time if you're having premenopausal injuries it's more in the it's more to do with the ligament okay so super super important you know just to remember that so basically for week two we're not doing any hit workouts we're not doing any every minute on the minute reps we're not doing any as many reps as possible because those are all fast bursting movements okay whenever you're doing those we're not doing any of that okay that's coming in week three so Let's talk about, uh, let's see what else I want to tell you about that. All right, so so basically let's go to week three, week four. Sorry, that's coming in week four, not week three. Uh, so here we go, week four, we're gonna begin to see progesterone reach her beautiful peak, okay? Now proge progesterone is our calming hormone, but she also stimulates our appetite and she activates our brain GABA transmitters. This is whenever we feel cool, uh, we're chill and calm. 
if you know we also can have a little bit of bloating happen we can have less bowel movements and we can feel a little bit distended because with that calming feel what's happening whenever she's activating um, the brain and GABA transmitters she's slowing down like the motility like in our digestive system so sometimes people will feel like constipated um, and different things like that or they'll feel a little bit gassy um, during this time and also distended because the your GI tract is not working as efficiently or as quickly as it did in the other um, in the other previous weeks okay so if you have low progesterone this is whenever you could be having some some um, basically some um, night sweats or you could be having some hot flashes okay so just be mindful of that because progesterone is a cooling hormone so we want to make sure that we have progesterone in our systems okay and that we're taking care of our bodies and so by not um, doing those HIIT workouts and overextending ourselves in week three, I mean, yeah, in week, no, in, in week, in week, um, in week two, we basically have made sure that we didn't sustain like an injury from doing those burst movements because our estrogen was low. So we are coming into week three and progesterone is now reaching her peak. So we're helping our body and our hormones work because we're not so, so we're not like increasing our cortisol levels um, by stressing our bodies from an injury that could have happened in week two if we continuously did like hit workouts and stuff okay and so for me i had to go back and i had to look at my my um my recent injuries over the last two years that i had and although i can't pinpoint what um what stage what week I was in in my cycle I can definitely tell you that I was over exercising and I was doing doubles and I was going according to a program that was not meant and not um not clearly defined for me and it was basically just a seven day a week program with one rest day in the middle you know in there and go 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 and for one of the programs that I did right before the really intense hard workout was a um, was a workout program that was made for a hundred days and of course Missy designed it to be done in in uh, 60 days I think and so I did doubles and I took one rest day and basically I condensed it into like 60 60 days of doubles and that really was the beginning of or not maybe not the beginning but it was right towards the beginning of my decline in my physical fitness okay so wanted to I wanted to just make sure you knew where this is coming from okay and so the next thing we're going to do is we're so in week so basically in week in in week three we're beginning to see um, progesterone reach her peak and during that week what we're going to do is we're going to do hit workouts this is from day 15 to day 21 you're going to do hit workouts one to two times a week okay so this is where you can do your every minute on the minute and you can or you can do an AMRAP but it has to be a short AMRAP so you want to do a high intensity interval training workout but you want it to be short so not overextending yourself because you were in week three and 
you are, you know, you want to stay in that under 45 minute workout. Okay. So the best thing to do is like 40 seconds on 20 seconds of rest. So every minute on the minute is a great workout to do. And there's one um, that I did yesterday, even though I'm in week four, which we'll talk about that you can do hit workouts in week four as well. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, but it's, it's really good and it's really fast and it just kind of keeps you, keeps you going. But that's what you're going to do in week three. And the weights that you're going to do is you're going to go back to moderate weight. So you're going to go back to your week one weights where you're going to do eight to 10 reps. You can do 15 reps if you, if you feel like it and you want to do three to four sets. And you want to do that like th uh, three times a week if you're doing a full body, um, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or if you're a, an experienced um, weightlifter, you want to do, you can do four, four days a week. Um, but you never, you want to give yourself at least 24 to 48 hours before, between, um, 48 hours between different body parts. Okay. So, um, that's the key thing. So you want to have a, a cycle to where you're doing Monday, Wednesday, um, thir uh, Friday, and then Sunday for weight. So like every basically four days, or you can do a Monday you can do a Monday, Tuesday, and then you can do a Thursday, Friday set with a Wednesday rest day um, and a Saturday and Sunday kind of rest and recovery days. So those are other options. Or you can do your, you know, a HIIT workout on, on, on the Wednesday, or you can do a HIIT workout like on Saturday and then completely rest on, sun on Sunday. So there's different options, but that's, you know, what you want to do um, to prevent injuries and to really, really help help you stay in the best shape that you can. And I mean, to avoid injuries, that's the main thing. And to not put that extra stress on your body to where you are hurting yourself. So, you know, moderate weights, not heavy, 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 heavy weights. Okay. So, and then in week four, which is basically day 21, you could say to your bleed day, which would be day 28 we're hoping for. Okay. And what's going on during this week is this is the week right before your period and your progesterone is going down, down, down. <laughs> You're kind of like negativity bias. Sometimes you have um, this, you know, everything kind of annoys you maybe. Um, your clothes annoy you. <laughs> this is uh, your body asking you really to look, um, to look at your life and look at your relationships and kind of like make an assessment of what's going on in your life. How is your relationships? How is your career? This is sometimes whenever you start to feel like, oh man, like, you know, am I doing the right thing? Um, it's kind of like a little bit of self-doubt kind of peaks up or whatever. And this is just, I want you to take this as, and turn it into a positive for you and just maybe ask yourself what's coming up. Like what's, what's whispering to you? Like what's happening? Try to get into the positive and like see how you can like change um, what's going on. So is your career meeting your purpose in life or is it not meeting your purpose? You know, kind of ask those, you know, those clarity statements, like, is your relationship working for you or is it not working for you? What can you do to change your relationship? What can you do to better your relationship? What do you, what do you need to do? Like, so start asking your soul, like, you know, and, and listening to the whispers of it. And, and, and it's going to tell you because our bodies are amazing. They tell us so much. We just have to listen. So start listening to your body starting around day 20. Okay. Um, and for, and for that, you know, day 21 is whenever your progesterone is high and your luteal phase has sustained, is sustained. Um, you're kind of achy and inflamed, you know, you're, you're, um, you want to bring down your weights 
from moderate to light, okay? And light meaning that you wanna be able to do like 15 to 20 to 25 reps at a time. And what you're doing is you're reducing inflammation by flushing out toxins and flushing out the fluids with these quick, quick light reps, okay? Um, doing a bar workout with a little light weights and lots and lots of rep rep repetitions is a really good workout for this time, all right? Um, and then hit workouts as well, but keeping it at the 20 to 25 minute range um, for the time limit and doing one to two, one to two times, uh, you know, during the week for week four. And that's what I'm doing like right now. So today I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go do a light weight workout. Um, and I wanna do le a leg workout, but I'm gonna keep my weights light so I can just really, really, really flow and pump, 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 pump um, through that. And that's what I want you to think about. Just think about um, yourself pumping the fluids, pump, pumping um, the blood through your veins. You know, you're just wanting to get a good workout. You wanna be efficient about it. Um, you can have like a, a 40 to 45 minute workout for weights, that's fine, but keep it at 25, um, 20 to 25 for your HIIT workout, okay? And then I want you to be paying major attention to what's happening this week because your progesterone is also is dropping. And so you have to modify your weight, your, I mean your workout, so it's, so it's easier and that's okay. Give yourself some grace um, and allow your body, allow yourself to listen to your body and, and listen to the wisdom that you've gained because you, you're now at a place that you have come to and you're like, okay, what's working? Like doing HIIT workouts five times a week and beating myself up in CrossFit and um, restricting my calories and, you know, um, drinking all this water and doing all the things and nothing is working. I, you know, I have this like belly fat and I want you to like really, 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 really realize that you are in a place right now that you just have to surrender. You have to surrender to basically the, the feminine. Like, you know, you want to recover your body, right? You wanna recover your body this week. So that's why you're doing these light weights. And yes, you're still getting a workout in, but you're not killing yourself with a major heavy leg day. Um, and you are doing like small, like hit workouts. Okay. Um, you can also like maybe day 21 and day 22, which are your first two days of this week. Maybe you want to do some long walks or you want to do a yo yoga or you want to do elliptical, um, or a long bike ride. Those are fine too, but I want you to listen to your body and ask yourself, what is, what do I need? Like, what do I need? Maybe you need to rest. You know, that's another thing this week that you can do is that you can take an extra day off because you're about to shed an organ, okay? And that's what's about to happen in week one, right? And so for us, as, as we are like a lot of you who are listening to the show who resonate with me, um, you go through life and you find something that works and you keep wanting to do it. And then all of a sudden it stops working, but you didn't change anything. You didn't change how you start, you ate. You didn't change how you worked out. In fact, you've started working out harder. And all of a sudden, your body's like working against you. You feel like you have now had more injuries and you don't even know what's going on. And it's because we're this type A 
overachiever like we get our worth from like doing 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 and succeeding 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 and really and truly as we come into this menopausal you know I mean peri perimenopause to menopause journey that's what I really want to embrace I want to I want you to feel empowered to know that it's okay for you to listen to your body and not beat yourself up and you need to like give your body a freaking break before it 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 whatever it dies out on you before you start having these injuries or before you start getting into adrenal fatigue because every time you put these extra stressors on your body um you basically can you know ignite this lovely hormone that we all know about and it's called cortisol and that's really what's happening whenever you start seeing that extra belly fat because we all know that cortisol whenever our cortisol levels increase and we don't know how to put things in place practices in place to decrease our cortisol levels daily then things start happening and we start building up this little fat this little fat layer on our on our body um, and it's usually in our stomach and it shows up as um, I know whenever I did body for life for women like many 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 years ago uh, Dr. Pamela Peak was she talked about the mini pot and I always measure this area and it's like three inches below your navel and it's basically um, this extra area that is where the fat goes and you want to measure it um, to where you can see if you're growing in that area and usually um, this is also an area where you can see bloating happen a little bit more um, but it's called the mini pot and that's what she called it and so that's how I heard about it and I've always taught my clients to uh, measure this area as well as their waist the smallest part of their body and also you know their hips and everything else but the thing is is that we have to realize that our bodies are beautiful and our bodies are miracles and we have to listen to our bodies we have to embrace this change of life and this rebirth that is happening because guess what it's happening like the baby is coming <laughs> the menopause baby is coming the good thing is is that there's no real baby that's crying and keeping you up all night okay <laughs> but if you don't control the controllables which is your which which are your exercise routines taking it down a notch and working out according to your cycles during these perimenopausal years then you're going to have a rougher menopause and your your body's gonna shut down on you and you're gonna have those injuries and you're gonna have those um, those things that you you don't realize oh my gosh this came from me over exercising or me overrunning or me over doing it whatever it is and so what I want you to do is I want you to start putting into place some some things that you can do to change that and one of the first things we want to do is we want to start exercising strategically and start listening to our body and taking those rest days you know one or two days a week that we need to take and maybe it's three days a week if you are brand new to exercising that you're taking three rest days a week okay because this is new um, because anytime you know we put stress on our bodies you know we it's called you know we want to have good stress which is that hormetic stress hormetic stress okay and that's a good stress but whenever we go overboard and we put too much stress on our body that is not that is not good stress and that's whenever our cortisols get jacked up cortisol levels get jacked up and we put too much stress on our bodies and that's whenever injuries start happening and we can get into adrenal fatigue and we can have all the weight gain and all the stuff that happens and I was there 
I gained like this crazy seven pounds, six to seven pounds. And I knew it was, I thought it was just stress related. I didn't identify that it was my, and, and, I, and I thought it was my nutrition and guess, and, and, but I didn't think about the exercise component until after two full years, um, it finally all clicked like, and well, no, not two full years, a year and a half. It has all clicked and it's the, it's all the components. Okay. And it's all, and the, so the, it's the stress. So what do I do for my stress? Like last year I started doing, I had already been doing journaling and affirmations daily, but I started my meditation practice, my daily meditation practice, um, last January in, um, and I, I just, I just love my meditation practice. It's a guided meditation practice and it takes 10 to 15 minutes, you know, and I also do my journaling, but all of these things that I do during my morning routine help set me up for my day. I do my exercising and I also am following a keto biotic, um, you know, nutrition program that I just recently learned about. And I've been sharing a little bit about that and I'll continue to share more. Um, it goes along with my fasting lifestyle, but I, I flow in and out of ketosis, which is all about keto cycling because you never want to get your body too used to anything because guess what? Your body's always looking for homeostasis, right? And it's always looking to find that area where it can just settle and it can just stick. And so <laughs> you, you got to keep your body guessing, just like with your workouts. You want to keep your body guessing. You want to keep your body changing. You want to change up your, your workouts and your exercises to where your body's always guessing. And the beautiful thing is, is that I've lost that seven pounds. It's gone and I feel amazing. I have tons of energy. I wake up automatically now. I go to sleep. I sleep all night. Um, and I, you know, I don't have night sweats and I don't have, you know, hot flashes and I feel amazing and I'm 50 years old and really and truly my mission is to give this to you. My mission is to share this podcast with you and hopefully that you share it with others to where you can, you know, be a part of my mission to help other women, you know, live the fasting lifestyle, heal their hormones, he you balance their hormones, heal their gut, and just to live a an amazing life and to not feel like they don't know who their body is anymore, or like feel like their body has been taken over by aliens like I did, right? Because I didn't know what was happening, but I am the type of person that digs deep and that type A personality will benefit you, my friend. If you are listening to this podcast and you were like me and you are bound and determined to figure this shit out, guess what? I'm here for you. I got you back and we're going to do this together. And I hope and pray that you share this with someone because it's the best thing. And if you please, can give me like a five-star review on Apple, uh, on the Apple iTunes um, podcast, that would be great because we need to like try to get more people to hear about this. And that's how iTunes works is that it will, it will help my show get to more people um, in their feed, whoever listens to podcasts or get pushed out to more people, the more people that review it. So the five-star reviews is amazing. So I hope that you can, uh, you know, give me the biggest compliment by doing that for me, because of course this is where I come to share my, 
my life with you and my learnings and my teachings with you um, because that's my that's my mission my mission and my um, my ability to shine and so with that I love you guys thanks for listening and I hope that you have an amazing day Thanks for tuning in to the Reignite Your Light podcast. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I want to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at Missy Mo and send me a direct message with your favorite part of today's show. I can't wait to be friends and hear from you. Oh, and one more thing. Make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop weekly. And until next time, have an awesome week and remember to go out there and live your life to the fullest. Love yourself first and shine your beautiful light for the world to see just how amazing you truly are.